Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with Todd Wagner. What's up, Rick? Hello, friends. All right. Now, Todd, listen, I know you like to eat. I've seen you eat. You like <laughs> ice cream and you like burgers. Yeah. And so this is going to be a great question. Burgers. But does Genesis 129 mean that we all have to be vegetarian? Well, I hope not. You already told him I like burgers. Okay. And I Spoiler do what, alert. I want to do what the Bible says. So let's just read Genesis 129. I do like these kind of real truth real quicks where we're talking about how to read the Bible. Okay, that's really why we're doing this. Not because we think the world's going to all of a sudden realize it should be vegetarian and it's not. But when you read your Bible, Rick, you always want to read it and ask yourself, so what? What's God teaching me there? Is there a command to obey, a sin to confess, a characteristic about God that I should know? Um, is there instruction there for me? We know every word of God is inspired. And we know it's profitable for teaching, for correction, or for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that we might be adequate and equipped, prepared for every good work. Well, read that one to us, because that one out of context yeah. sure makes it sound like i got to go to Snappy Salad yeah. every day. Right, and, th and so the context of every verse is 66 books. Okay, in Genesis 1, God is revealing creation, revealing the story of um, his speaking this world into existence, and it says, Then God said, Behold, I have given you, talking to man and woman, I have given you every plant-yielding seed that is on the surface of the earth, and every tree which has fruit-yielding seed, it shall be food for you. Verse 30, to every beast of the earth, and every bird of the sky, to everything that moves in the earth, which is life, I have given every green plant for food. And so it was so. And so I think, you know, we always go back and we look and, you know, we need to do a real truth real quick on dinosaurs because people have seen these images of dinosaurs and the big teeth. And were dinosaurs vegetarians? I mean, T-Rex, man, right? Jurassic Park, he ate meat. We know that, right? Well, probably not. Uh, I think it's a very strong argument in Genesis chapter 1 that um, we all were vegetarians, Okay, we do know that seasons were already instituted, which seems to imply uh, a cycle of harvesting and, and planting and growing and death within the plant kingdom that God gave us. But uh, we don't have death that shows up in our Bible until Genesis chapter 3. And then in Genesis chapter 3, death comes on the earth, and we have uh, evil continue to increase until God judges the earth through the universal flood. And at the end of the flood, as Noah and his sons and their wives get off the ark, we have this statement in Genesis chapter 9, verse 3, where God says, listen, every moving thing that is alive shall be food with you. I give it all to you. Even as I gave the green plant, I'm giving you everything that you should eat. Um, the, the best answer to should we be vegetarians today really can be found in, well, let's look at Christ. He's our example in all things. And we know that Jesus had the Passover Seder, Part of the Passover Seder included lamb. We know that Jesus uh, caught and ate fish. And so, first of all, we know that we don't need to be vegetarians today. In Mark chapter 7, um, Jesus is talking about what really defiles a man. And in verse 19 specifically, it even says, by doing this, he declared all foods clean. And there, it wasn't just meat. What it was saying is, even some of the dietary laws that came across from the Old Testament not only can you have meat, but you can wrap your hot dog in bacon, okay? All things are going to be clean. We see that a little bit later, even in Acts chapter 10, as um, you know, Peter has his uh, vision when he's there in Jaffa about uh, what's clean and what's not clean at Simon the Tanner's house. So all kinds of evidence that we can certainly eat meat. What's going on, though, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 29 and 30, you could probably make a pretty strong argument, maybe from silence. We already know that God has given man dominion over the earth. And so you could maybe make a case that part of our dominion would be to harvest animals 
But we don't know, though, that God had made animals sempternal like us, meaning from the moment of creation, we were to never to die. We know that all creation fell when, uh, when we sinned against God. I would probably argue that we were all vegetarians prior to Genesis 9. Although maybe there were some folks in, after Genesis 3 when sin and death came in the world that were eating and killing animals for food. I don't know if I even want to go so far as to say there was a little bit of good that came from sin. I don't believe that's the case. I think there was nothing good that came from sin. But what we do know is that it would be a sin to say that you shouldn't eat meat today. So go get you a cheeseburger. Get you a cheeseburger. Hey, great, great stuff. Um, listen, if you want to make, if someone's out there and they, and they want to make a lifestyle choice to be a vegetarian, hey, yeah. go at it, but not a biblical reason to be yeah, a vegetarian. Right. You could say that maybe Adam uh, wasn't supposed to grill up a steak in Genesis 1. We're not living in Genesis 1. We're living today. We're also not living in the Old Testament under the dietary laws. It might be wise to eat the way that God commanded the Israelites to live, but it's not required. Our righteousness is one through Christ alone. Awesome. Well, we'll see you at Saltgrass, and you have a great week, and we'll see you next week on Real Truth Real Quick.